0: Hi, I'm Grant Berry. Welcome to the Romans 911 Project podcast. We're stepping into the reconnection in the one You man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, we will drill down into this reconnection message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, it becomes a power key to help open the door to God's end time plans for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation all of which will lead to the Lord's return the reconnection message has end time consequences for us all beloved just to give you a little bit of background on the Romans 911 title the book Romans nine one one actually has a dual purpose. First, it refers to the focus on chapters nine to eleven in the book of Romans, in which the apostle Paul outlines God's plans and purposes for Israel and the church. But second, it serves to blow a holy prophetic shofar, a nine one one, a trumpet blast, and a holy alarm into the body of Messiah, into the body of Christ, whose eyes are still veiled to the reconnection. And in today's discussion, we're going to discuss the disconnection. You know, the term the reconnection is not a biblical term. The one you man is biblical. That the term reconnection is not, but we would not need a reconnection if there wasn't a disconnection. We have to remember that Yeshua Himself was and is Jewish, and Messiah was sent by God to the Jewish people first just look at Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. The early disciples and followers of Yeshua were also Jewish, and the movement at the beginning was considered a sect sect of Judaism. It was called the Way, and they were called the Nazarenes. But as we know, It did not remain strictly Jewish especially after the Apostle Peter received direction from the Lord to embrace the Gentiles and bring them into the family as the Holy Spirit began to direct him and then of course Paul was sent by God as an Apostle to the nations through him and other disciples the gospel spread throughout the world And Gentiles subsequently became the dominant force in the church. Actually, the Jews took Yeshua out to the nations so that they could believe in him and be grafted in to the one new man with Israel to receive her covenants and promises, all of which were given to Israel as the faith developed in the first and the second century we begin to see Christianity drifting away from its Hebraic roots and Israel, and especially in the 3rd century. And by that time, a new theology began to creep into the Gentile church, later known as replacement theology. Replacement theology maintains that the church has inherited all of Israel's covenants and promises. It took the place of Israel in the Bible and became the new Israel, claiming that God is in effect finished with his firstborn children or just relegated them to another people group. Romans 9:11 exposes all aspects of anti-Semitism, blatant and generational as well as the lasting effects of replacement theology on our Gentile family, and especially in our mindsets and the way we think and relate. And deep down, because of this, every believer, most believers in the church don't even know what replacement theology is, but, but most Christians believe deep down that they are Israel without Israel and without condemnation the romans 911 materials demonstrate how this spirit has caused the church to be in error regarding israel and especially in our end time views in our eschatology that's just a fancy word for end time beliefs and it, it exposes reasons why the messianic side of the family these are jewish believers remain separate from our Gentile family. There is partial truth to the teachings of replacement theology that both Jewish and Gentile believers become the new Israel, but never, and here's the uh, the, the error, never without our connection to the people of Israel. And of course, this was a great challenge to the church when the Jews were dispersed into the nations for the last 1700 years. But beloved, now that Israel is being reawakened and we're moving into their time of restoration, God needs to refocus us on these things, not to point the finger or to bring judgment, but it's actually the opposite. It's rather to bring healing, to release his mercy, that he can restore love and unity in the family, to bring us back together. Romans 9:11 says deals with the obstacles and barriers preventing both Jewish and Gentile believers from finding the reconnection in the one you Meant, And it addresses the spiritual, theological, and even the emotional challenges that continue to keep us apart, which we must be willing to face, especially now, to overcome these divisions and especially to overcome the one that has sown the divisions and allow the Father to bring us back together to restore love and unity that He can release the fullness of glory upon us. This is, of course, necessary at this time for us to achieve this unity in the Spirit that God desires for His family of Messianic and Gentile believers. And from His perspective, beloved, When has he really ever had both Jewish and Gentile believers, except for the the very beginning of the church, when has there ever been this, this full restoration in his family that he longs for and that now his covenants and promises to restore the missing piece to the family will come about through us moving into greater mercy, love, and prayer and intercession to help our Father Bring his plans about. Romans 9:11 sheds light on these unrighteous strongholds of the enemy and the spirit and moves us to break off his influence through prayer and repentance. The book addresses Jewish believers in the same manner, but the issues of healing and repentance are quite different, both on the Jewish. And Gentile side, the issues that keep us apart and divided are different. And the Romans 911 project teaching materials brings all of this to light. It helps all believers to face the past so that they can find we can find our destinies in the kingdom of God and experience the power and the blessing associated. With this ultimate awakening and revival. I always say that the Lord is looking to restore the former glory for the latter glory. Hallelujah. And beloved, the reconnection, as we come together in the one new man, it does not require God's children for the nations to become like Jews, nor Jews to become like Gentiles, which uh, is explained in detail in Acts 15 for the Gentile side of the family. Rather, it blesses them, blesses each of us as we've been called through the nations and blesses those children in the nations to be able to bless the Jewish roots and the way they express themselves that may be different from most of the church it calls the body to spiritually reunite with one another as brothers and sisters in relationship and intimacy and to track towards our original identity as part of israel and again beloved This is not making Gentiles Jews, but I think we need to rediscover that those children in the nations that came to the church in the first century, even though they weren't required to follow many of the Jewish customs, there was a natural Hebraic identity that they inherited. And I think this. Reconnection is more in the spirit than anything else as the Lord looks to restore us in love and unity. But the reconnection message does call for the Gentile side of the family, God's children in the nations, who he loves equally with his Jewish children to fully recognize the call upon Jewish believers that may be different from the church. The believing Jewish branches of the olive tree that are now emerging so that the two can coexist and bless one another. Beloved, just imagine the olive tree of Israel with the Gentile uh, family on, on one side and the Jewish side on the other and love and liberty flowing through the branches to the outer parts of the tree, crossing over, freely experiencing and enjoying our different and unique expressions. For God's children, Jewish children, to bless uh, the, the, the church in the nations and for the church in the nations to bless their Jewish family. Those who were near, those who were far, for this beautiful one new man to be re-established. Beloved, there's something significant in this union that above all is relational. Hallelujah. So let's take a, a, a deeper look at the disconnection. Anti-Jewish teachings and sentiment gained momentum in the church, especially when rome merged with it and helped to nationalize the church giving rise to the rulings to creed at the council of nicaea in 325 a.d under the emperor constantine and some positive outcomes resulted from the council including the affirmation of the deity of yeshua of jesus and the doctrine of the trinity But unfortunately, there were negative influences as well. This council and ones that followed established Christianity as a distinct religion apart from its Jewish roots and heritage. And the church severed ties with its Jewish roots, Jewish practice, and with the people of Israel. From that point on, Any Jewish person wanting to come into the church had to become like the Gentiles. And especially now as the Lord looks to reestablish us, we must begin to recognize the unique expression that there is on both sides of the tree so that we can lovingly embrace one another. Replacement theology unyoked, the church's identity in and with Israel that is now interwoven and has been interwoven into the fabric of the church for more than 1700 years. And these beliefs have dominated church theology for this period of time, despite God's promises in scripture to restore Israel. As the ancestral church emerged and established itself as a world religion, it mistakenly severed this most crucial link, wiping out any differences between Jewish and Gentile believers in church theology. And beloved, the Roman church went after any Jewish or Gentile believers wanting to associate to the original roots and heritage of the church for almost two or three centuries afterwards until it was completely eradicated. The ancestral church separated Christianity as a separate and distinctive religion apart from its Jewish heritage, which has had significant effects on the church's original identity, as I've already mentioned, and these influences remain on most of the body to this day this is one of the reasons why the lord is looking to wash and clean past influences especially now that israel is awakening to bring us in to our future roles to help lay the groundwork and the pathway for the lord's return and that's a hallelujah reality beloved there are two sets of branches in the faith this is how how scripture looks at at uh, the kingdom of God uh, Jewish believers and God's children from the nations we're a family and there's a firstborn and then all of the other children isn't that how Yeshua appealed to the Pharisees in the temple court in John chapter 10 how He said, I I must reach out to to the other sheep, to my other children and gather them. And now he's in the process of reawakening his firstborn so that we can be made complete. And what we haven't really recognized up to this point is that the church, the ecclesia has a huge role to play in this awakening. Romans 911 brings this needed course correction for the true and proper extension of Judaism and Christianity is through Yeshua, through Jesus, without separation from its roots and heritage, and its relational connection to Israel's remnant. These are the Jewish believers, messianic believers that the Lord has started to awaken as we move into the fullness of this mystery that is being unveiled before us, as we move into the fullness, full number of those in the nations, and all Israel's salvation, actually coming about in the same era of time. Romans 9:11 shows us and demonstrates to us how this divorce divorce took place and also encourages a spiritual reunion between Jewish and Gentile believers now that the remnant of Messianic believers has arisen. And it also discusses the criticality of this spiritual transaction between us as a family in the present day and the present hour and already in In other podcasts, we've talked about the golden key that opens the door. Like Ruth's connection to Naomi and her subsequent marriage to Boaz, your people will be my people and your God, my God. There's such a beautiful picture there between Ruth and Naomi and Boaz of this restoration and exactly what the Lord is looking to do to bring it about that will lead us in to God's end time plans. The reconnection and alignment not only focuses on the restoration in the one you man, but it also takes us back to our family roots. It goes right back to the beginning and helps us to restore love and unity, even with Abraham's physical family between Ishmael and Isaac and between Arab and Jew, where division and separation first began. You know, when the Lord was with His disciples before He went to the garden and then took on the cross, He took out a basin and a towel and He washed His disciples' feet. And this is a picture for us, beloved, That we need more than ever in the end time church. Uh, There's a new word we've created in the Romans 911 project called servitudal, applying to servitudal leadership, because there's this place that we need to come into of washing each other's feet. And as Jewish believers, isn't it wonderful for us to be able to recognize even Ishmael, our Arab believing. Brothers and sisters. They actually were the, Ashmael was the older son, was the firstborn son. And we know the promises come through Isaac, but there needs to be this place of love and liberty that is outflowing from the father's heart of love in each of us for his family to come together and so there's this picture Uh, it beloved it's the hour before the wedding you know when when the bride walks down the aisle oh my god she's so beautiful and everything is glorious and wonderful but the hour before and this is where we are and god requires that we look back not with condemnation not to judge or or point the finger rather to point out and expose the influences that the enemy has spawned in us, in the body, in the church, so that the Father can uproot them. We come into a place of humility and brokenness, clean hands and a pure heart, a fine linen garment that is spotless, a bride ready for His coming, that we come into a place of humility and allow the Father to restore the fullness of love and unity, that love would always lead and and never compromise truth. Don't get me wrong, that's the problem in the world right now. They're looking to love without truth. And we know the word of God and must never compromise it. But love must lead the way. Yeshua, Jesus only ever gave us one new commandment that we would love one another. And beloved, let that love flow through us to melt away all of these obstacles. Please join us next week when we will have a discussion about perfect eschatology. May the God of Israel richly
1: bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley. Please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans nine one one book. Time to sound the alarm and view the Romans nine one one study guide. Twelve to fourteen hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans nine one one books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The Reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this Reconnection message in the One New Man has been hidden during the church age, in the mystery to reawaken israel to faith and is only just now coming to light that's why we need your help to fund this project to bring the message forth to help us blow the holy shofar to awaken the greater church into this restoration now is the time would you pray to give chai, to give life to the reconnection to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of god to fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember. romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.